Hey everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to Off the Bench. Today is Friday, May 7th, and today I have got a woman on my show who is at the front of the movement to protect women and girls from the transgender movement coming into sports. Beth was quoted recently as saying, I am a woman. You cannot force me to comply with the lie that a man can become a woman. Women are not costumes or hormone levels often imitated but never duplicated. We are forces of nature and we refuse to be silenced. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Hey, I'm glad you guys have joined me today at Off the Bench with Heidi St. John. I am thrilled to have a a fighter of a woman on the show with me today. I found her through an article on the Daily Signal, which you guys know I follow pretty closely. And they always, they they crown a woman almost every week and they call her the problematic woman of the week, which always is interesting to me. And that is how I got introduced to Beth Stelzer. She is in the fight of her life right now and has spoken out on behalf of girls and women women competing in sports. Beth is a housewife. She's a mom. She's an amateur powerlifter from Minnesota, and she has founded Save Women's Sports. Beth Stelzer, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Oh, thank you, Heidi. I appreciate the opportunity. So you are, you, you have stepped into the swamp when, when it comes to uh, trying to defend women and girls in sports. What got you interested in this topic? <laughs> That's one way to put it. <laughs> um, long story short, you know, I'm a mom and came into the hobby of powerlifting after going to CrossFit class and decided I didn't like doing burpees anymore. <laughs> I really was just empowered by the barbell and got into it, trained really heavy for a couple of years, you know, just carved out that time. That was my meantime as a mom was my training. And when I finally got that chance to shine at the Minnesota Women's State Championships, I got there and a male was throwing a disruptive protest Um, with a bunch of other people shouting at us that we should share the platform with them. And it was just a really overwhelming experience for me. It was really disheartening and devastating. And powerlifting is a really small community. I expected this fun, welcoming my first event, and I got thrown into this chaos. And that's the beginning of going down the rabbit hole of finding out what's happening to women's rights. Mm. And you found an organization, Save Women's Sports, in order to protect sports from women's sports from biological men who identify as women. I have to ask you, you know, we heard Caitlyn Jenner, really Bruce Jenner, say the other day he thinks it's not fair. And I, you know, and I totally agree with him, but I was thinking to myself, are you going to give back your Woman of the Year award then? <laughs> There's just we're we're talking out of both sides of our mouth, right? Yeah, the golf from the women's tees too. So I'm not quite sure if they're going to give that up too. Right? Yeah, it's it's like it's either one or the other. You're either a a man or a woman, and if you're a man, stay in your lane, and if you're a woman, stay in your lane. But this is actually really important, and you have noticed something that I think a lot of people are just starting to wake up to, and that is if we don't step in and put a stop to this now, there will be no such thing as girls' sports in the years. Well, that's exactly right. It's exactly right. If we keep allowing biological males to compete in female sports, it is the demise of female sports. I mean, we have just two biological males over in Connecticut that competed in high school track and took 15 state titles away from girls, over 80 opportunities. Just just one girl is is too many, and that's why I'm here. 
Wow. And how do you, how are you seeing this impacting girls? Are you seeing they're like, listen, we're not even going to try because oh, I, I, yeah. I have moms emailing me telling me that their daughters have given up and they don't even want to compete because they feel so hopeless because it's been such a toxic environment that they don't feel safe and even speaking up. So they just quit. It's so sad. It is so sad, and it's we're, it's devastating. And we've watched now the Biden administration, the woke Biden administration, getting on the bandwagon. Right? They've got uh, two executive orders. What can you tell us a little bit about that? One of his is the executive order on guaranteeing an educational environment free from discrimination on the basis of this is garbage. Yeah. You know, so it's basically, like, that that executive order that Biden signed, he signed it on International Women's Day to include gender in with sex in Title IX. That's basically what it did was erase the definition of what sex is to include gender identity, this undefinable, we're talking about feelings over facts, right? Right. That's right. And what, and what kind of power and what kind of push is the administration? I mean, are they, are they able, I mean, I had a person write into me last week and say, so what if he does an executive order? But it actually matters, doesn't it? It it all depends on what happens in the judicial systems. And, you know, our political system is so complicated in the United States. And that's another sad thing, too, is it's it's really not approachable for the average person. And they've made it really difficult for people like us to become involved. And it, I think this is a silly question, but I'm going to ask it to you because this is, this is where this whole thing stems from. So the trans community is saying, Hey, we are the same. We, you know, we transition, these men transition to be women. And so we've, you know, we don't take the testosterone. We are exactly like you are, but there are major differences, right? Because chromosomally men and women are different. Chromosomes don't matter and sexes are immutable. Like even if there were some differences after you did these medical inputs, it's still women saying no. And that's what matters. But you can't take away all of these advantages of males by taking, um, lowering your testosterone or taking estrogen. You can't change your shape of your bones. You can't change your skeletal structure. Your muscles will still contain more muscle cells. You'll be able to train faster, easier. Your muscles will stay stronger after periods of rest. It's just, there's so many things. Hearts are bigger. Lungs are bigger. Hands, foot size difference. Um, Heart and lungs plays in with your hemoglobin level, which is the molecule that carries oxygen through your body. So if you have more hemoglobin and your heart's bigger and your lungs are bigger, you have a higher VO2 max and oxygen max threshold. And that's just going to benefit you overall, no matter what sport you're in. We see an average of 10% of the male advantage up to 64% in my sport of powerlifting. Men have a 64%. You can pretty much see them lifting double what the average woman in the same age and weight category does. Mm-hmm. And it's not just, it's not just that, right? The bone structure of women, our skulls are different. I am horrified to see uh, men competing in women's wrestling. It's, it's yeah, terrifying. we've had new statistics coming out showing how girls are like four times more likely to suffer from concussions because our skulls are shaped differently and you can't change that. I mean, if they dig up your skeleton 10,000 years from now, they can still tell whether you were male or female. And we need to start speaking the truth here. The emperor has no clothes, people. Mm-hmm. These are men. 
trying mm-hmm. to compete and trying to invade into women's spaces. And in self-reported studies, most of these individuals who identify as transgender have no intentions of having, quote, bottom surgeries. These are intact men invading women's spaces. And it is time for women to speak up because this is a floodgate that we will not be able to close. Mm-hmm. We cannot give up our rights. And it's dangerous not only to women's sports, but it is dangerous to these young people that these high school, you know, counselors and everything, they're trying to talk to these kids. Oh, look at you. You like to play with a truck. You must be a boy. Or look at you. You like dolls or you played at the toy kitchen. Therefore, you're a girl. We're doing irreparable harm to our young people when most of the studies show that if we'll just let this thing play out, that it will usually resolve itself by their early 20s. And we see this happening in sports. If I grew up nowadays, (laughs) I would be pushed on to that whole ideology. I didn't grow up in the box. I was a quote tomboy who liked to help my dad with his race car, drive my go-karts and didn't do the typical girl things. But that doesn't, that didn't make me a boy then just like wearing high heels and lipstick doesn't make me a woman now. Right. Mm, Tell that to Jenner. (laughs) (laughs) but yes I grew out of it and you know if you've read Abigail Schreier's book Irreversible Damage it talks about the just the ruling nature of rapid onset gender dysphoria especially in our young girls and and that's also why I'm here not just protect their sports but to protect them You're right. They're going to school and they're being affirmed in their gender ideology. Parents aren't aware. They're being sent to medical appointments without parents' knowledge. I mean, this is a deep, slippery slope. There are many branches to this tree and sports are just one of them. And really, we're talking about, I mean, you're focused because of what you do on saving women's sports for women, which, you know, 10 years ago, we would all said, duh. I remember when the first, when I saw the first hints of the transgender movement, I, I looked at my husband, I'm like, well, people will never fall for this. Like we, we, we understand that these are people with well, mental it is illness. A fad. And in 10 years, women like you and me are going to be sitting back and laughing and going, I told you so. Isn't it absurd that we even needed to speak up about this? Yeah. Yeah. And in, and in the middle, in the meantime, we are watching, like you were just saying, I mean, Abigail Schreier's book is absolutely, I'm trying to get her on the show. It is stunningly eye-opening. Our, our girls, and I'm wondering if you have a theory on this, our girls seem to be the ones who are being targeted. And they're being targeted women's sports because, you know, what? women can go. You could become a transgender man and go try to compete against the men. Would you have a chance of winning? No, even we have studies to prove that even if females dope, which is basically what happens, you're taking these exogenous hormones that are the same benefit as taking steroids. You cannot make up for the advantage that males have over females. So, of course, it's not a threat to them. And that's why no one cares about that, really. Yeah, it's true. What do you see happening around the country? We're starting to see now more and more states trying to pass legislation that would protect female sports. What kind of pushback are these states getting? Well, first of all, they're labeled right away as being a trans ban, which we're not banning anyone from playing sports. We're simply protecting sports to be played by sex. (laughs) So this is a really big can of worms to open and there's a lot of details but you can really start with they first say that I'm going to kill their trans kids by passing these bills that these states are going to lose a lot of money and that this isn't even an issue like Amazon and 
other big corporations telling these states they're not going to build facilities or like the NCAA telling these states that pass these bills that they're not going to hold events there, such things. There is a huge, crazy pushback, and it has a billion-dollar budget. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And don't you think, though, that, I mean, this is, it's, it's terrible. Like, I'm watching, you know, Governor Christy Nome, who I actually respect and admire in almost every other area. I watched her kind of capitulate to this. And I think people look at it and they say, oh, I just don't understand. She, she caved. But she caved because she's talking about her state losing a billion dollars of income. And the truth of the matter is we're going to have to start going, nope, sorry, take your money. That's okay. You know, we'll find another way to get money. Well, that's just, she really could have done women a service. She said she was going to sign that bill on International Women's Day. And then she backtracked. What did that do to us in our fight? And there she went and started her own coalition. When we have a dozen organizations like myself that have already teamed up in a coalition to fight this. I think it's kind of obvious what our purpose was in that. Well, and it's disappointing. And I'm wondering from, you know, you're at the front lines of this thing. I can imagine it's a little bit of a lonely place to be. Are you noticing that more people? Yeah, the front lines for sure. I drove five and a half hours one way twice to testify in South Dakota. And Governor Nome didn't once have the time to meet mm. with me. That is devastating. And I, I guess I'm, I'm curious you know, as you, you are watching what's happening and you see the fight for, uh, for the protection really of women, and it's more than just sports. Like you were just saying, we're, this is going to have repercussions for generations to come. If we don't start telling the truth, I, it's truth, right? So first think not just, not just the playing field, but you go into locker rooms, bathrooms, sports teams, travel, hotel rooms, and these laws make it illegal for a coach to tell a girl that they're actually sharing a hotel room with a boy. And then you go beyond the sports field, you have hospital wards, rape crisis shelters, homeless shelters, prisons. These are all places we are seeing males assuming a, an identity of a woman and invading. And you can't tell me that they're harmless because we have instances all over the world in every instance, prisons, wards, sports, where women are being abused. And we can no longer afford to be silent, right? I mean, one of the, the the main things I've been doing here for the last eight years at the podcast, my podcast is called Off the Bench for a Reason. I'm always trying to get people to get off the bench and onto the battlefield. We cannot sit this thing out. We must use our voices because really this is a battle for truth. We have to be able to tell the truth. And I love what you said. The emperor has no clothes. <laughs> now is the time to put your stake in the ground and speak up. And if you can't speak up by having conversations, commenting on social media, writing articles, whatever you can do, help donate to somebody like Heidi or I that can use their voice to help keep us going. There are ways to help. You can head to SaveWomenSports.com to join our team. This is just a crazy world we are in. <laughs> it is. Well, and, and honestly, we got here largely because we 
you know, people stop telling the truth. We kept thinking, oh, it's not going to get that bad. It's not going to get that out of control. We've got activists instead of educators in our schools and in our universities. And now they feel like they've got the upper hand because they've got, you know, a, a guy who's for lack, he, he's in the White House helping them. It's insane. Did you see the clip when I was testifying in Texas where I had a Harvard graduate in education legislator telling me that there are six biological sexes? That's crazy. Tried to mansplain to a whole room, tried to gaslight us into thinking that modern science says there are six sexes, claiming that disorders of sexual development, like variants of XX and XY, like Kleinfelter's disorder, are a different sex. That's insane. Well, so when you have people like that in our government, I mean, it just shows what we are up against. And, you know, we are far behind. Women are behind like 10 years on this battle. They have arranged and it's a strategic attack. They've quietly snuck into boards, into associations to make these rules before anyone would notice what was going on. And yes, it is time for us to speak up and do something. When the parents who are listening to this, you know, let's say there's a mom and she's going, all right, how do I get involved? Where do you suggest that people start? Start by having conversations with your friends, family, coaches. Let everyone know where you stand on it. Mm -hmm. That's the first step. Then find out, you know, what's going on in your local government. Who does your local representative or senator, um, who are they? What do they support? Make your voice known with them. You can check and see on our website if there's state legislation in your area. If there is, you can contact the sponsor. You can contact us to help get information on how to do that. We can find lots of ways to use your voice. You just have to start speaking up. Yeah, that's the main thing. And people will try to silence you. I can imagine you. Have you been threatened yet? Um, I get threatened on a daily basis. I think it's, it's, I can't say this word enough absurd (laughs) that I get death threats for simply trying to protect female sports or having a mom scream at me that I'm going to kill their trans kid for passing a law that protects female sports. You know, sometimes I'll have groups waiting for me outside of state capitals trying to chant and intimidate me. Just today, I had people trying to intimidate me into silence because I didn't use preferred pronouns for someone. And I'm sorry, but that conflation of language is how we got into this predicament. And we have to be honest. The time for niceness is well past. It's okay to call out the truth. It's okay to say the emperor is naked. You can say he when you're talking about a male wearing woman face. Because that's basically what this is, is males using an exaggerated representation of archaic sex stereotypes to present as women. Yep, that's right. And that is why, you know, I keep telling parents, you've got to just be willing to step out and just speak the truth. You don't have to be a jerk, but you it's need to It's a really to, tough conversation to because of the toxic environment that they've created, social media and the media And if you find out, if you have these conversations, you'll find out that everyone really agrees. It's just that they're afraid. Mm -hmm. 
And we can start bringing this legislation. So can you tell the audience a little bit about what states like Mississippi and Idaho are doing to uh, protect female athletes? And then maybe the parents listening can go, oh, I should check and see if that legislation is coming to my state. It simply gets to the root of protecting the rights that Title IX instated for women. And that was done in 1972, not even 50 years. And we still haven't gotten equality from that. And now we're totally flipping the switch on it. So what these bills, what we're trying to make into laws do is protect female sports on the basis of sex. So that just simply means that if you're born a male, you can't play in female sports. Simply put, we fought to have female sports. We fought hard to have females in the Olympics. We fought hard to have female sports in high school. We need to preserve that. And I think that's what we need to really reiterate. Well, that I want to reiterate here is really opening people's eyes. Like, think about it. If we keep allowing this one or two people to compete on teams, it's going to build and build and build. And eventually we will have coaches who have recruited entire teams of males because that's the only way for them to win anymore. And that's not an exaggeration. That's the truth. That's what's going to happen. It's just a matter of how long it will take. Mm -hmm. It's the end of female sports. It absolutely is. And we're watching um, HR5 right now. The, the, uh, it's passed the house of representatives on its way to the Senate. And if the Senate passes HR5, that will effectively put, that's a nail in the coffin as well. Right. And not only that, but you can't, that removes, a religious liberty too so you can't even speak your your own opinion that, anymore that is uh, the inequality act <laughs> most definitely it's gonna erase everything that we have fought hard to have as americans mm-hmm. it's interesting i'm i i think it's fascinating that you mentioned the word language because that is exactly what's at stake here so the progressives and the the democrats and the radical left uh mostly here in the united states but it's also around the world have really hijacked the language. And so when they say the Equality Act, I always tell people just just whatever they say, you say the opposite and that's what it really is. So they say the Equality Act, it's actually the Inequality Act. There's nothing, you know, and they're and HR1 for example, they call it for the people which would really federalize elections and make it so we could never trust an election again. That's not for the people. That's for the bureaucrats. So what so what they're saying is lying. And so how do we take back the language? We start by controlling our language. We do not let them bully us into using compelled speech. You do not have to use preferred pronouns. We live in America. We have freedom of speech. If they say you're not being nice or respectful, say, so what? I am truthful. And I stand in the truth. And there is a lot of honesty in that. And that's why women like you and me, Heidi, get backlash is because there's a lot of power in honesty and the truth. And they see that. And that's why they try to bring us down. And we just have to hold our head high and know that we stand right. Mm, I think it's really true. I was just telling my assistant the other day, I get uh, letters all the time from people that want me to review books and put authors on the show and that kind of thing. And lately, I've been getting more and more larger publishing houses writing to me. And I always scroll to the bottom. And if in their signature, they say, you know, so-and-so from whatever organization, my pronouns are, and eh, that goes in the <laughs> junk. As soon as they have to tell me what their programs are, I don't want you on my show because that tells me you're not rooted in reality. And I want to talk to people who are rooted in reality. Do you see this eventually rising to the level of the Supreme Court? Oh, most definitely. I don't know if it will be with sports, with prisons, with 
with what, um, but trans activists, that's their goal. They're going to push this to the federal level that they're hoping they can just erase us nationally. It's amazing. Uh, before we stop today, I really want to uh, give you the chance to just tell our listeners about your organization and how they can in- get involved with you, where they can find you, if they can support you, all about uh, SaveWomenSports.com. Thanks, Heidi. I appreciate that. Yeah, so SaveWomenSports.com, or you can e- email me at info at SaveWomenSports.com. We've compiled a list of athletes. You can see that it's not just a red herring. It's not just one or two people. This is an international effort of erasing women's sports. You can see our stories. You can view videos. uh, You can find ways to get involved with your state legislation like we've been talking about. Basically, all the tools you need are right there. Uh, A favorite link is Save Women's Sports slash science. And you can download all the recent studies and see a bunch of cool infographics that just, you know, show the truth. Mm. And and what you're doing, I I so love this, because what you're doing is you're really empowering people. You're saying, hey, you don't have to look up the science and all that stuff. We've done it for you. So Save Women Sports is a nonpartisan grassroots coalition. We're really working hard at just creating a platform for women, a safe space for people to be able to speak out. And another good resource that we have um, on our website is the genderresourceguide.com. They put out an amazing fast fact sheet about this that shows the differences between men and, and women. And it, it's just a great thing. And you can print it out and show it to your friends and family. And it's easy to see. I mean, but just pull up the pictures of these athletes. You can Google males and female sports. Come to our website. See it. You have to see it to believe it. A picture is worth a thousand words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were always telling people, uh, believe what your eyes tell you. <laughs> it's, it's okay to actually believe what your eyes tell you. You don't have to listen to these guys who are telling you that your eyes are lying to you and that men are the same as women because we know that they're not. And it's just, it's encouraging for me to uh, to talk to women like you who are really out on the front lines. And this I- issue, while it's about women, we need the men to be involved in this. We need men who are willing to defend women, say, no, this is wrong and we're not going to stand for it anymore. And so you're not just trying to get women to have a safe space. You're saying we need everybody that's that's critically thinking because that's not what we're allowed to do in the country anymore, right? No more critical thinking. Uh, anyone who's willing to get behind the truth and to say, hey, there are differences in men and women. And instead of trying to conflate the two, why don't we celebrate their differences and celebrate how Yes, exactly. Exactly. We need more knights in shining armor to help back us women. We do need that support. And we need to show just like this isn't nonpartisan. This isn't a male female thing like males need to step up too. this is about equality for both of us. And you know, we were created separate, but complementary, And that should be celebrated, like you said. That's exactly right. Well, Beth Stelzer, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show today. And they can find you again, right, at SaveWomenSports.com. That's right. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Heidi, and shining a light on this serious issue. You're very welcome. For more information about Beth Stelzer, you can go to HeidiStJohn.com. Scroll down to the end of the show notes today, and I will link back to the resource guide for you and to SaveWomenSports.com. As always, we want to encourage you guys to be steadfast in the pursuit of truth. We must tell the truth in this country. It's far past time, and I hope you guys will join us in the fight to save women's sports. Thanks for listening today, everybody, and I'll see you back here again at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at momstronginternational.com.